did forget um, to mention Captain America New World Order. Oh, yeah, Order. that's right. Captain America New World Order, which will be Sam Wilson. Cap- Sam Wilson. Is in that, yeah. So that's coming out in early 2025. He's the Winter Soldier? Winter, no, that's no, no, no. Falcon. He was Falcon. Yeah. He was Falcon. Yeah. He was Falcon. Uh, taking over the Captain America mantle. as And then as Thunderbolts the as well is going to be a thing. as well. So that'll be um, – those are two movies coming out in 2025. So, yeah, we got a 2024. whole 2024. Look at my thing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah. just to recap, <laughs> to recap. David's confused. Here we go. Here we go. At the end of the year, we get Wakanda. So Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. At the yeah. end of the year, Phase four begins with Ant Man, Quantumania. Phase five. Phase five. five. <laughs> Wait, how? How do I? How am I correcting you? So here's what we do. This is great. We're gonna. This is good. I hope you don't edit any of this. So let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination, full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Welcome back to another exciting magic filled pixie dust sprinkly episode of the main street electrical podcast i am dave and this is jen and we are hosts here to talk a little bit about magic we're going to talk about plane travel and the dumpster fire that is airline travel right now uh we'll talk a little bit about magic bands they were released today the new ones the magic band plus which is exciting a whole new atmosphere into uh spending more money at disney to get more things Yay! happening in parks. Yay! Yay! Uh, Yay! Of course, we'll also talk a little bit about Marvel tonight. We've got a friend of mine coming on, and yes. we're, gonna, we're going to discuss San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to nerd out for a minute all the Marvel stuff that's coming. They had this big presentation on the stage, X-Men, and the new Avengers, and uh, the new Avenger movies, and Spider-Man, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about all that in a few minutes. But, Jen, how did you Disney this week? That is... A really good question. And why That's did why I, I not think of that before that? Like, wow, <laughs> I like I'm prepared for this every single week. Oh, yeah, never mind. I got a great one. Um, mm-hmm. I Disney this week by getting all my paperwork submitted and um finalizing my adventures by Disney itinerary for the yes. end of August. You're going to Costa so, Rica, which is I'm going exciting. To Costa Rica. That's it really, is. really cool. So, I'm really excited. Awesome. So briefly in an in a anywhere from one to eighty-five minute nutshell. <laughs> Adventures by Disney. Remind the remind our listeners what that is okay. and what like kind of an overview of what you're doing in Costa yeah. Rica. What's happening there? Yeah. So Adventures by Disney is is the Disney product that takes you around the world. No, you're not in a theme park. You're not going on roller coasters. Okay. This is um, you're not meeting Mickey Mouse. Uh, this is literally the Disney name, but they are helping you to see uh, different cultures. Uh, some of the amazing sights of the world, mm-hmm. but with that whole Disney excellence that they have, they've put together literally an amazing product. So I've done a Rhine River cruise with them before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like a fully guided tour, but you have time on your own as well. Right. They handle like, so most of the meals are included, like your activities are included. It's VIP access to everything. Um, there's little Disney fun touches, but you don't go feeling like, Again, like you're not just hugging Mickey Mouse. Okay, that's right. not what this is. Right. Like right. we were in Switzerland and we were like in Switzerland. Like we were in Germany. Whenever awesome. we did um, Italy, we were like 
in Italy, they have local experts, like people who speak the language, you know, mm-hmm. people who are really just taking you on those cultural events and it's unique things that you really can only get through, um, through adventures by Disney. So this time we're doing Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. It is a very adventure filled one. We're excited. So there's going to be white water rafting and zip lining and, um, rainforests and animal sanctuaries, and just really kind of exploring and going to a lot of the parts of Costa Rica. Cause it's a very diverse country in terms right. of like climate and like, you know, the, there's like a beachy coast, but then there's a rainforest as well. And there's like a volcano. So we're going to see a lot of that. It's going to be, we're going to be gone a week um, leaving. We're actually leaving a day early to just sort of get acclimated, um, you know, to the time change and it's a long flight. So I hate starting my night tired. So we are well, very, very excited. What I love about Adventures about Disney as well, and I've never been on one. The one I, mm-hmm. the one I want to go to is the one that takes you to Antarctica. Oh uh, my you take, gosh, that's too cold for go, me. You go to the bottom of South America. You get on a Disney cruise ship. You kind of, you kind of float through or whatever, and yeah. and then they take some 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 boats out there, some tenders out there to Antarctica. Yeah, spend the day on the night, which is so cool. I mean, like that's so cool. Who nobody knows anybody who's been to Antarctica. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I love about it is that it's so professional. Disney is a yeah. worldwide brand. Like this is something that everybody knows. It's yeah. like when a company yeah. knows they'll take Visa versus they're going to take some little rinky-dink whatever check. I mean, this isn't like Julio and Pietro straw market and city tours in a little carriage buggy or whatever down by the schoolyard. This is right. an actual massive worldwide company that has worked out with all these all these different yeah. countries and cities and villages organizations and mm-hmm. you know is is not only treating the land properly but also making sure they're compensating the locals correctly and also they're getting I'm just and they're safe and it's safe yeah and they have ways yeah. to get into things that you probably couldn't get into so if you were taking a tour of costa rica with julio and pedro mm-hmm. and their city tours you probably couldn't get into some of the restaurants that you're going to be able to get to because disney is able to to work with them which right. i think is great if i'm going to do a, a tour like this around Central America or Asia or something, I'm going to go Adventures by Disney because they kind of do most of the planning. Um, they do all the planning. They do all like, the planning. They, they do tell all me planning. where to go, what to do. They tell me yep. what I can do, what I can't do. And it's like, great. I don't have to think about it, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And of course, we at Upon a Star Traveling Concierge are happy to help you with your Adventures by Disney adventure, no, be it domestic, are. international, Caribbean, South American, or across the world. Info at uponastartravel.com. Uh, always be selling. So <laughs> Disney for me, uh, I've been doing a series of little things this week, including getting my flights ready for uh, for February for the Princess Half Marathon. Yes, Southwest yes. released their flights all the way up through March the 4th. So I hopped online early and got my flights yet. in. <laughs> Southwest flights go like that. So you got to get mm-hmm. on it. So I'm a Southwest person. Got my Southwest flights. Uh, I've got Good. my park passes for not only for our October trip, but also our December trip. So those are set. Uh, we've got the October trip for the 40th for Epcot. Stephanie and I are going down together, and you know we'll be yeah. meeting you and Brady and uh, Agent Kyla, 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 and Quasi Producer Heather, and all the whole teams down there together. Yeah. And of course, we're going down for a big agency trip in December. So if I'm not tired of you by October, then two months later, I get to see all of you again. And my family decided, hey, you know what? We're going to go too. any excuse to go. We'll go too. So they're going to come and they're going to do their own nice. thing while I'm doing the thing with y'all. It's got all my trips planned. I mean, everything's just like, I'm looking through my MDE and it's like forever yeah. long. I'm like Disney experience app is like, Oh, there's that trip and there's that trip and there's that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's whatever. And I know crazy. I've got several in there as well. Crazy. It's insane. And all of a sudden yeah. I'm going to blink and suddenly it's February and I just got back from a February trip and then we're going to go again in March. And it's just, yeah. it's, it's one thing after the other. It's nuts. Let's do a, just a little bit of news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vanney. Yeah, news. 
Alright, so the first thing is that we have been told by the Zach Ridley on Instagram. Of course, Zach Ridley is one of the most vocal and most prominent Imagineers mm-hmm. out there. He's kind of the uh, the, the Epcot version of, um, oh, I don't know, an Imagineer in Magic Kingdom. I was going to say Josh because I always identify Josh with Magic Kingdom, but Josh is everywhere. So, But he's right. out there all the time, so Zach Ridley is working on the Moana uh, inspired by Moana, the journey of water attraction. So he's okay. sharing more details. This is Instagram from uh, from yesterday, okay. actually. Uh, today, I'm excited to share more details about our journey of water inspired by Moana. There's an image that they posted, and it's got this big circle. Um, yeah. Of, like there's mountains and there's oceans, and it's got like rain, stream, wetland, spring, land, lake, river, yes. ocean, and sky. It looks so cool. So the image is a preview of the graphic style used throughout the attraction, inspired by the, in, the, the design and the visual language of Walt Disney Animation Studios film Moana. The team has created original pieces that focus on the dynamic movement of water as it travels around the experience. Graphics like this will guide guests through the cycle of water in fun and engaging ways to tell the story of the Mm -hmm. vital link we share with water around the planet. We're going to have much more to share soon on the details the Imagineers are creating to bring this new attraction in life to world nature. So with this, like, I don't know, have you been to Universal when they had the, the, uh, I forget what, the, the, the mythology show that i can't remember the name of it it's like there's hercules oh the poseidon adventure poseidon adventure adventure. something like that well poseidon's fury poseidon's fury and you walk through that tunnel where the water Poseidon adventure was a movie yeah that's what i was thinking poseidon adventure was where the ship turned (laughs) upside down um yes gene hackman joanne woodward ship turns upside down like of course you know this of course you know it's a good movie it really is i mean it is Um, a good movie anyway so the Poseidon's Fury, and so you walk through that tunnel of water, like they have this water shooting up at such a high velocity, it makes this big circle, and you walk through the tunnel of water. Yes. I'm completely impressed by that. I'm blown away by that. So I can only imagine what Disney's going to do with their technology and water with the Moana attraction and what they're going to do with water. Because I go to Epcot and I see the water that's shooting from one little pillar to the other. Oh, the little jumping in the imagination pavilion. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, that's fun. Uh, this Moana attraction is going to blow me away. It's gonna, yeah. like I have a low I mean, bar when it comes to water <laughs> water technique. I'm like, that's really cool. Dave is already impressed. Yeah. He's uh, exactly. Like... I'm impressed now. So um, do, uh, do we know when it's going to open, Jen? Can you give us a date? Do you know for sure? Call Josh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, hang on. Let me just look at my crystal ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, I do not know when it's going to open. I would, I mean, my, my personal opinion, mm-hmm. I would love to see it open next year. Oh, I mean. I don't know that it will, but uh, you know, maybe later. Well, I, I kind of think this is knows. this is not something. This is not a like a ride per se. You're not actually no right. I, I want to feel like this is more of a walkthrough. Maybe um, it doesn't appear to be a ride. At, I mean, at at all. So I mean, you have to have the things that function, but right. it's it's not right. You know, with rides, you have to have a lot of testing, and you have for obvious reasons. You know, for safety reasons. I don't. All right. Well, and I, I don't know I feel that this like, is going to. In saying that, though, I feel like there's not going to be quite as much to put through the, the paces as there would be right. if, um, uh, you know, if it was like an attraction. Like Guardians took what two or three years. Tron's taking two or three years because of course they're building an entire roller coaster and they have to yeah. test it for months on end and things like that. Right. With this, it's like the water has to work properly. Not saying that's not a big thing. Right. And, and big uh, who that's knows big, what big other thing. effects but might exactly. be in there. And so it's like, just one of those things where I feel like this this might be something that would open next year because hopefully next year because yeah, it's hopefully. coming along nicely. They're building it. I don't know. Well, in that um, middle section, you know, they are doing like you can actually see the progress now from the monorail mm-hmm. where as, yep. like, for the longest time it was just like demo. You're like, yep, well, that building's still yep. half there. But again, COVID slowed all that down right, and all of that right. stuff. 
but now that all those buildings are down and now we have like okay so like the guardians up so those walls are down so it's i just i do hope that we get the walls down because you know it's my favorite park and i'm like done with the walls like i'm done with the walls I need the walls to come down because like, I'm tired so of walking. Badly. I'm tired of walking extra half mile to go from like, literally to get like, from test track to spaceship the, the or coral or reef to, uh, to test track. I want a straight shot. I don't want to walk around the world. Yeah, to get where I, I need miss to go. just going it's like just, it's like right across. It's Jen, so make obnoxious. It, make it work. It's I want to make it work, but I, I mean, I do that. Like that's going to be the first thing that opens, yeah. I believe, and then yeah. you know those other things. I don't know what all has even they has even changed up in that mm-hmm. upper area. You know, so. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. But I do feel like that one might be the most involved. Maybe I'm wrong. But so, I mean, here's a question involved. for you. Random question. This is actually kind of mm-hmm. one of those questions out of nowhere, as I like to throw on you to make oh, you Oh, nice. Think. Okay, um, great. So, let's see. Epcot's done. Let's see. Epcot's, they, yeah. they finished Epcot. Tron is now open at Magic Kingdom. So, we're, okay. we're into 2024, maybe summer 2024. Most of the walls of Epcot have come down. Okay. Things are looking good. Tron's okay. going going gangbusters. Guardians is great. You've now still you're still waiting on Disco Inferno, even though you've done the ride seventy four times. You're like, <laughs> fine with I me. Even, I don't even like this song, <laughs> and I just need to hear Disco Inferno. Um, what does Disney do next? Like, what, do they circle Ooh. back to another park now? Because Hollywood is done. Toy Story Land, Star Wars is done. Magic Kingdom, anything. yeah. I mean, like, I feel like Magic Kingdom is going to be next again. Although they've done Tron. So but they've do they done then, Tron. Do they then look I at mean, Animal Kingdom? But maybe? I kind of feel like Animal Kingdom might be the one up because so like they had Pandora in twenty seventeen. Yep. But then like let's look in in Dinosaur, uh, sorry, Dino Land. Mm-hmm. They've taken away with Primeval World. Right. There's, uh, I feel like that's an area that could be judged up. Um, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Um, I feel like that there could be some expansion opportunities there Mm -hmm. so i don't know that there'll be anything else in hollywood unless they sort of dig into that ip a little bit more and like retheme possibly aerosmith you know something along those lines right like they go attraction by attraction versus building an entire new land right i don't know what new land quote unquote there Mm -hmm. might be i mean who knows they could they could surprise us hollywood i don't know how much more space yeah. Quite honestly, yeah. I well, mean, I, I think there's more space to like. Okay, so I'm not sure how long that McQueen attraction is going to last. I feel like that's okay, like that. I well, I see. say that, but it's kind of a big attraction. I mean, they, they the building over there and everything, but um, but most of it is screens. I mean, and, well, yeah. So I, and thinking through it, and I, I and honestly, for the listeners, I have not thrown through, like this thro- is literal thought through this until just no. this very second. Mm-hmm. So, in just talking out loud, I'm thinking. Yes, it's, there's a lot to it. It's a big building. You've got the McQueen, mm. McQueen in the middle, but that's one car, and the rest of it's screens. I yeah, feel, I feel like that's something that could be taken that fairly easily. Now that I think about it, like it would, no, it could be. Yeah, it's Disney. It's gonna take two years to do it. Honestly, okay, but, but wait, yeah. but hang on. We also have mm-hmm. this, like that, where the launch bay is. Which, yes, they're reopening launch bay, right. but how much like i don't know what that's going to do now because right. we have galaxy's edge like Correct. is that going to be longer lasting i mean i know there's the dance party or whatever but mm-hmm. they could easily move that and if they even want it it is little mermaid ever going to open wait did little mermaid open no no not yet no 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 so i mean we're waiting is... on mermaid we're waiting on enchanted tales with bell to reopen yeah um, there's a couple yeah. of restaurants we're still waiting to reopen yeah so it's okay just, it's... i didn't th- i didn't think yeah. mermaid had reopened yeah, not so, yet. i mean not yet. there is it, but not yet there's just there are opportunities, but I think we would more get that rather than an entirely new land right now. I think it's right. going to be more updating right. existing I things or retheming. They may add something to Pandora. 
I could see that. That so I could see with the new movies coming out because yep. we're starting to see the previews. Right, so. right. So they may be coming out with that. Or they'll do some sort of – I could see them doing some sort of show or some sort of experience, small, like a fill-in, yeah. something, something yeah, there for, for Avatar, sure. The Way of Water. Um, <laughs> the Way I, of Water. That's what it's called, Avatar, The Way of Water. That's, that's the, oh, that's the that. name of the movie. Okay. Well, there uh, you, you know, I see – the trailers are out now, so you can watch it on YouTube. I Honestly, saw half of the trailer yesterday I, when I saw Elvis, so – don't care about watching Avatar again. Like the first one, I've seen it. I thought it was fine, yeah. but I'm still like, I kind of want to see this new movie. I don't know why. I just it's the music and it's just the the ah uh, whatever and yeah. And I mean, just it's I'm like this movie may be terrible. And I kind of want to see it. <laughs> so I didn't think I didn't. I, this is where the trailer has worked because I didn't think that until I saw the trailer. Now I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of want to see it now. So. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Moving on down to the boardwalk, of course, Walt Disney World's ESPN Club on Disney's boardwalk is now permanently closed. Yeah, uh, along I had with, a feeling. Along with the bakery that's right next to it, and they're going to yes. be putting into the ESPN shop, the Cake Bake Shop um, by Gwendolyn Rogers. I don't know who Gwendolyn Rogers is, but apparently she does the Cake Bake Shop. Now, ESPN Club has been open since July 1996 and, of course, had mm-hmm. TV and sporting events and things like that. Um, you could watch what the Cake Bake Shop has two existing locations in Indianapolis. Um, so now they're putting one into the boardwalk. So they're also going to be opening up, as like I said, the, the bakery has closed. They're going to be opening up a, a, a um, boardwalk deli set to open later on this summer. So mm-hmm. they're almost done with it. The boardwalk deli, inspired by the Northeast, re- Northeast region, is described as having a menu that takes you on a road trip of classic sweet and savory flavors. So really, our agent Kelly's going to get there and be like, Okay, this is like home because, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, it's going to offer a range of beverages from yeah. sun-kissed fizz and prize fighter drinks to uh, other different cakes and cupcakes and scones and Rubens and uh, mufaladas and things like that. So hmm. it looks like this should be pretty good. I'm excited about this. I mean, this is no, one of those. No, I think that's good. You know, I never plan to eat on the boardwalk, but it's one of those like as I'm walking by or, or in Epcot. Yeah. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Let's let's go over here to the bakery real quick and get something to eat. Yeah. Dip on over and zip right back into Epcot. So. Very, very cool. Um, okay, so finally, and this is something we want to talk about for just a second. Airline travel. It's a mess. Yes, it it's is an mess. absolute disaster right now. Uh, for example, my dear wife and her mom and dad and sister, mm-hmm. they're in Montana. They've been there for eight days. Uh, it's been me and the kid for eight days, which has been fine. We're good. We're, we're all fine. I'm not saying being a single dad is easy for the week, but... All is well. Things it's are good. Fine, the right. houses. He's got all ten fingers, all ten toes. He's only broken seven bones, two concussions, which is better than the four he had last year. The house oh only, only. We only lost two bedrooms to the fire, so we're good there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everything is fine. Um, he's been watching Thomas the Train all, all week, whatever. So the mom, Stephanie, supposed to come in last night, and uh, she messaged me about halfway through and said there's a crack in the windshield so they had to deboard the plane which is better than finding a crack in the windshield at 30,000 feet going hey we got somehow another we have a rock that hit our windshield at 30,000 feet so you know um so they had to deboard the plane and it was just a mess they waited hours and hours and hours to try to get another flight Mm -hmm. they couldn't get a flight they spent the night at, at, at bozeman montana they're flying out they're actually on their plane now they're going to oh, be going good. to Denver and then to Dallas and then to Birmingham. Their luggage is already in Birmingham, so wow. they don't have any clothes. They have nothing. Um, they're hoping to get to Denver and get a plane to Dallas, and if that doesn't get canceled, they'll spend the night. Whatever. It's been, a, it's been an entire mess. Yeah. Um, you know, she's done everything she could. She's called the right people. She called me. She was like, can you get on my computer? I need some passwords to Marriott. I need a password mm-hmm. to Enterprise Rent-A-Car. we got to get some stuff. I don't know if Southwest paid for anything. They should have, but I don't know because I don't know yeah. all the details of what exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. 
But my question to you, Jen, because you are a very learned travel agent. You've been doing this uh, about as long as I have, but you have a lot more experience, especially overseas stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about air travel for just a second. What does a client do? Let's just say, starting with going to their vacation. Let's just say they're going to mm-hmm. the Caribbean, somewhere in Jamaica, Cancun, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and that, and then maybe we'll talk about domestic in a second, like the Disney. Their flight gets delayed. Their flight gets canceled. They can't mm-hmm. book until the next day. They can't even fly out to the next day. Jen, what what can a person do? What can they yeah. do? Well, uh, first of all, um, great reason to use a travel professional because mm-hmm. we're going to help you navigate it in That's every us. situation. Yep is a little bit different. So that's the thing that you have to keep in mind. There is no formula. Um, There are some basics though. So, I mean, if a flight gets delayed, honestly, there's not much you can do. Right Um, right now, we're definitely suggesting try to fly in the night before or take an earlier, like early, early flight because those are less likely to be delayed because it's Mm -hmm. the first flight of the morning. Um, But then, you know, you also have more opportunities to get out that right. day, if that's the case, right. you know, um, and especially if you're like, okay, I have to be here by blah, like for a cruise or, you know, a tour or something specific, go in the night before, at least the night before, two nights mm-hmm. before, even better, you know, but if it's a delay, you're just sort of at the mercy of, okay, the airlines, a lot of times it's just going to be, it's going to be inconvenient. You're still going to get there. You right. know, the right. biggest inconvenience is if it makes you misconnect. So you have to make sure that on those connecting flights, you have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Try not to schedule like a half hour. Like yeah. you want like an hour or more. There's no guarantee they're going to hold the plane if it's a short layover. You know, it's, they might, but they very well might not. Right. So you want to make sure that you have some buffer time there. And then, you know, travel insurance, because there are, there may be situations where, you know, you might even call your travel agent where you call us and we're like, all right, I'm going to get on the phone with the airlines. I'm going to see what I can do. And we do, we work hard to change it, but Mm -hmm. they're just legitimately may not be anything else out that we can, even on a different airline that we can get you on until a day or two later. And that is where travel insurance is a godsend because you can save your receipts, submit those to your travel insurance for reimbursement. I mean, you have to, of course, submit proof of the delays, et cetera, but that's what that is for. So you have an unexpected hotel expense. Guess what? You're saving it. You're going to submit it to travel insurance. Right. Um, now, sometimes it is a situation where, uh, you know, and I've had this happen to me. My flight was was canceled. I'm like, I got to get out. Um, I know that if the airline cancels the flight, they have to refund me. It's mm-hmm. not a choice. You got to call and, you know, like they'll reaccommodate you. But they're like, you know, I'm going out now. I and so I found a flight that was leaving that same night. I, of course, I I paid more than I paid for my initial flight, but that's OK. Right. I was prepared to do that. I knew I was getting a refund on my other one and I wanted to get out that day. So I got out that day. So it's just sort of it's being flexible and, you know, just being prepared. A lot of times also at an airport, if you uh, do find a delay or, hey, I know I'm going to misconnect, your fastest way is, yeah, you can have maybe one of you get on the phone, go to the gate attendant. You might mm-hmm. be waiting in a line because yep. you're certainly not yep. the only one in that situation. Steph waited two hours in a line for her yesterday because it was a long but, line because you had 174 mm-hmm. people trying to figure out what to do. So, yep. Try to figure out what patience. to do. And and you pack your patience. And I've had it where I'm like, Brady, get on the phone, you know, hand it to me if they, you know, pick up. I'm gonna right. wait in this line or vice versa, you know. And it just is what it is. They're they were they're gonna try to accommodate you. Mm-hmm. They don't want it to happen either. So no, they don't don't as, as tempting as it is, don't scream at the gate attendant. Yeah. They didn't 
don't they didn't lose delay your the flight. Don't lose your stuff. It's do it's, not lose. It's crap. it's one of those. I, I can see it where you know you've got a gate attendant and, and well passengers first. First of all, passengers don't lose your stuff with the passengers. Just don't because you're going to have some passengers that will be very calm and very collected. Be like, okay, this sucks. Let's just get through it. And other passengers that will lose their minds for whatever reason. You don't know what's going on with them. You will have yeah. gate attendants that will do the same thing. And on one hand, it might be like they've been dealing with this all day. They're at their breaking point. Twelve hours of being yelled at is going to get to anybody. Mm-hmm. On the other hand. They might just be a jerk. It might be something where they're just they're just not a good person. It happens. Right. You've got to stay calm and collected uh, as best as you possibly can. Stand firm. Don't let yeah. them walk over you. Don't let them like, well, no, we don't offer refunds. Okay, well, I waited three hours. Well, I know, but we don't offer a refund. Bye. If you believe you're entitled to one, have that conversation. Say, you know what? Who else can I talk to? You can talk to a manager. And they might be where you need to call in to like customer service. Give me a number. I'm going to call right now real quick to make sure that the number you give me is correct. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't have to wait again. So there's that. Also, make sure that, like, and you had a, had a good point. Don't schedule a flight with a layover of, like, 30 minutes or 45 minutes. No. Schedule your flight. Like, whenever I do mm-hmm. any kind of um, any kind of travel, airline travel, which I only do airlines for all-inclusives. I don't like doing airlines yeah. for domestic at all. Um, but when I do that, I make sure you have at least an hour layover, if not more. If it's a big and- airport like Dallas or Atlanta or something like that, I'm going to give you at least an hour and a half, maybe even two hours if I can, because I want to make sure you have and- plenty of time. Yep. And if you're coming back, and that's on the way down to an international yep. destination, and that's what I was if you're coming you back, back. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, ooh, a- an hour and a half is absolute minimum that I will do with an international connection. And I prefer closer to three hours, especially yep. if it's in like Atlanta or Miami yep. or something like that, because you have to clear customs, you have to get mm-hmm. your luggage, you have to then recheck your luggage and you have to go back into, yeah. So it can just really cause, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So coming back, um, just real briefly, a lot of the things we just said still work on the way back, yeah. but let's just say you're in, you're in Cancun and your flight is yeah. canceled. Flight is delayed, flight is canceled. No, not, not not another flight till till the next day. Are the hotels going to spot you? Are the airlines going to spot you? How does that work? What do you I do? Mean, what's, your, what's your recourse? It depends on the situation. In certain yeah. situations, well, let me airline... stop you there. Everything we're saying, guys, by the way, out there, everything we're saying all depends on the situation. Everything is fact dependent. Everything is, you yes. know, um, as travel agents, we only know what you tell us. The gated people only know what you tell them. So everything Correct. is fact dependent. So take what we're saying as knowledge and experience. This but is just general. This, this is like general, general information. Sorry, I mean to cut you up, but I want to make sure. No, no, no. That's there, so. that's good. Um, yeah. Like if it's a weather delay, airlines don't do anything. Right. Nothing. You're not getting hotel voucher. You're not getting anything. Because mm-hmm. um, I have been there like, oh, this is weather related. I'm like, hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, getting on my computer, trying to book something for the night that has transportation near the airport. Um, if there is a hotel connected to the airport, see if there's availability. There might be. There might not be. Right. Um, if you're somewhere, though, like an international destination, you know, again, hopefully like we will attempt to find you something if you are one of our clients. You right. know, we're going to look and say, okay, what's near the hotel? We're going to try to get you transportation to get you know, to that location mm-hmm. and then get you back. We're going to try to find something near the airport. Sometimes you could go back to your original hotel. If you know ahead of time, Hey, my flight was canceled. I know I can't get back out till tomorrow. You know, a lot of times you might need to move rooms, but you know, the resorts can maybe accommodate you unless they're totally sold out. They right. usually try to be pretty good with that. Um, but again, it's all dependent on the situation. And if it happens with like a layover, again, that's happened to me. I was kept flying back from Orlando. It was a situation where I had to have this random layover, laid over in DC. I hate laying over in DC, but definitely <laughs> that was my, literally right. my only choice. And I laid over in DC. I, I landed, 
flight was canceled, couldn't get out, no other flights, had to get out from the other DC airport the right. next day. So that's where I like, after I talked to the gate attendant, I was frustrated. I was like, okay, you're not doing anything. Mm, okay, weather, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And booked myself a hotel, <laughs> Ubered yep. to the hotel. And then, you know. Yeah, be aware also, and this is not, to, I'm not going to tell the, the, the whole world to not use these websites because every now and then they do have their purpose, especially if you have to do a last minute flight, you got to get out mm-hmm. somewhere. Your sites like your Expedia, your Hotwire, your Kayak, things like that. Mm-hmm. There's the, the cheap flights. Find a cheap flight. Sometimes you have to have a cheap flight. You just you do it. I get it. Um, but just be cautious. Read all the fine print. Read all the, the notices and everything because nothing more will tell you the importance of a travel agent like a like a worldwide pandemic that happened a couple of years mm-hmm. ago when things mm-hmm. were getting canceled, when Disney World shut down, the unthinkable happened, when Disney World closed, mm-hmm. um, things like that. That was crazy. Um, I never thought that would know, happen. And it's one of those things where, you know, I heard so many people talk about how they spent 9, 10, 11, 12 hours on the phone, on hold, trying to get to Expedia or Hotwire to deal with their flights, to be told, nothing we can do. We lost the money. Mm-hmm. We have nothing or whatever. Um, that's why you have a travel agent. Yeah. Oh, or you book directly if you can. If, you, if it's just a family vacation, mm-hmm. I would be careful about using. Just just be cautious about using those those kind of sites yeah. as well. And and we should point out. I should point out. Like I said, like well, if they cancel the flight, they ha- they, I, they technically they do not have to give you a refund. Right. Um, I'm going to correct myself a little bit. Nine times out of ten, it is. But right. like over COVID, when there were so when everything shut down, mm-hmm. that's a force majeure situation right. where they they can't refund everybody. Um, but you had a credit and you had a lot of time to mm-hmm. use. That credit, of course, I mean, it's not like you could have rebooked to go anywhere anyway. So, right, 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 right. slightly different situation. Well, and that's what I know some of the cruise ships were doing that. Is yeah. They were giving out tons of credits, not knowing what the future held. And then I think everything yes. kind of started opening back up before they realized it was going to open back up. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're giving out a lot of free cruises because of, I'm like, oh, oh boy. Um, last thing on the airplane, airplane travel, going to Disney. Your flight's been delayed. You're expecting to check in. Now you're not checking in until early the next morning. Or mm. you're missing a dining reservation. Or your tickets are supposed to start on yeah. Monday, but you're not getting them until Monday afternoon now. How do you handle this? If Let's mm. just say you went crazy and didn't have a travel agent. How do you handle yeah. it if you're just somebody who's like, it's Sunday, mm. our flight's not leaving until tomorrow morning now. We're supposed to be, we're already supposed to be at Pop Century or Grand Floridian, you know, mm-hmm. to have dinner. We're yeah. stuck. So, so unfortunately, you have to make a phone call and you have to you know, tell Disney, hey, Disney, I, uh, our, our flight got delayed. They're going to understand. I mean, like it, this, this happens. And so they're going to adjust your reservation. You know, typically, you know, they, they tend to be pretty good to work with. Ultimately you have some sort of travel protection where you can, you know, make a claim, but, you know, talk to the cast members, see what they can do. Um, you know, Hey, can we extend on the back end? They might be able to do that. I mean, they might not be able to do it, but they're going to see how they can help you. Hey, we have this dining reservation. Can you cancel? I mean, Again, technically, if you're canceling the day of, there is, you know, you're supposed to be charged a fee. But in a situation like this, you know, they're usually pretty darn good about waiving it. Um, but you do need to communicate. You need to let them know, hey, now we're not going to be in until 1230 or 1 a.m. Um, so don't cancel our room. Don't mark us as no shows. We are showing up. We're going to be there. Uh, that's not to say that Southwest or Delta American or United are going to be rude. But Disney's probably going to be working with you a little bit more than the airlines will in terms of – because it's, yeah. it's understandable. This is a life thing. I mean, it happens. You mm-hmm. can't – if you're in Michigan, 
they can't expect you to just hop in a car and drive down because your flight got delayed. I mean, so right. you know, they will. And sometimes through. people will do that. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, will do that. that's awesome. But you know, um, but uh, or but they'll yeah. drive to another airport. Like, well, there's an airport four hours away. You can get a flight out of. I'll do that. I mean, right. sometimes. And, and I do feel like, especially even when you're going home from Disney, and it's it's a little easier. I guess if you're at Disney trying to go home versus if you're in, you know, the Riviera Maya in Mexico going home because you're talking about a completely different country, uh, country. And you know, if, if it's, let's say Christmas week and it's just busy and everything's sold out, you're going to be able to, even if you can't find a hotel in Disney property, they're going to work with you as best they can. Maybe find something at Disney Springs. I mean, find somewhere to go sleep at the airport, which you've done. I was going to say, yeah, there's airports, um, Airport Hyatt or other airports, other airports near the right. Hyatt, other hotel <laughs> right. near the airport that you could use. Right. Yeah. Or just call your travel agent. There you go. Yeah. So this past week was San Diego Comic-Con. Now, I don't know that Jen would have even known that was happening unless I was piping up in our chat going, hey, Jen, it's San Diego Comic-Con. And she's like, I mean, fortunately, I'm what? friends with a nerd. So yeah, exactly. I find and me too. Out. Right. <laughs> and so um, so amongst the many things that, that Disney likes to do at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So San Diego Comic-Con is this big event that happens once a year uh, over the summer. And this is the first time they've really had it in, in effect since since 2020, yeah. honestly. They had 2019. They canceled it for 2020. Uh, and it's where all the studios come. And it used to be like a like a cosplay kind of thing. It used to be like an independent. Okay. You could just go and, and do comics and things like that, and like a comic show and cards and collectibles. People come in the costumes. Mm-hmm. Now it's this massive thing. Um, it's almost <laughs> like... For those people who know about movies, it's like what Sundance Film Festival used to be with all the independent films versus Uh, what it is now, very commercialized, whatever. I would love Mm -hmm. to go to Comic-Con, but that's what it is. It's a massive event. A lot of studios come in, and they do their presentations on the games that are coming, the movies that are coming, the TV Mm -hmm. shows that are coming, and Disney is no different. Now, since D23 has really gotten going in the last 10 years or so, 15 years or so, they've kind of pulled back from doing massive presentations at at Comic-Con. Um, so the stuff that we're going to know from Disney, we're going to hear from D23 and we're going to have a great episode or two about D23 coming up in a couple of weeks, because that's when we're going to get what's coming for the parks. What's going to be announced when Tron Mm -hmm. is going to open. I'm guarantee. I'm guessing that's what they're going to tell us when Tron's open. I would be surprised if they did, you know, coming May 2024 or something like that. Oh, I Um, think they would like do a season. I think they'll say like a season versus like summer or something. Yeah. So, um, so we'll get a lot of information on that and I'll be, I'll be on the, on the, on the socials. Just this is happening. It's whatever. Um, but of course what they did do at Comic-Con for Disney is do Marvel. They, uh, they hit uh, hall H, which is one of the big presentation halls. And mm-hmm. they basically did a presentation of all the stuff coming up, everything yeah. coming up. So to talk a little bit about that, to kind of give us an idea of what's happening in the Marvel Universe, what's happening with the Avengers. There's another Captain America movie. There's two more mm-hmm. Avenger movies on the horizon. All of that, plus one of my favorite teams, the Fantastic Four, is coming. <laughs> We're going to bring on one of my good friends. He's the co-host of the Deuce Cast Movie Show, my co-host of the movie show, Michael Nip. Uh, you know him, Jen, and uh, a lot of the people out here have heard Mikey! him talk a little about the movies and stuff. So we're bringing Mikey on, and we're going to talk about Comic-Con and Marvel while Jen snoozes, does her hair, and like, go ahead, nerds, <laughs> do your thing. I'm going to look at pictures of the Grand Flow and, and, and get a pedicure while you're doing your thing, nerds. Let's bring Mikey on.
And we are back here with my good friend and Jen's good friend too, although they've never met. But in spirit, in the podcasting world, the Disney world, we're all one community. Of course, my co-host of the Deucecast Movie Show, Michael. Uh, hey, Mikey Nip, how are you? What is up, Dave? We're Welcome doing the Deucecast, right? Right, exactly. So we're talking all the movies. We're going to reflect all the movies we've seen in the last month or so, and Jen will have nothing to contribute. No, I have two to contribute. Thank <laughs> you very much. You did see Bolt. You saw Bolt. I, and I saw Elvis. That's right. You saw oh. Elvis. And wow. I saw so, Downton Abbey. So, holy cow! In, in, in That's May. a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies for me. <laughs> it's a lot of movies. <laughs> Downton Abbey in May. Uh, but yeah, with Bolt, we were on Skywalking Through Neverland. Uh, their last yes. week's episode, which was, it was a good awesome, episode uh, yeah. with Sarah and Richard. That was a lot of fun talking about Bolt. Yeah, that was. But, uh, Michael, I, I kind of refer to Mikey as kind of our our nerdtainment reporter for the show. <laughs> nerdtainment. I love I'm that. I'm also a nerd too, but he really kind of studies and then in, in, more in depth the, the dates and the releases and things like that. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, San Diego Comic. Con and the Marvel stage, which I said just just before we came on here, I kind of led up to that what was going on over there. But just to prime the audience, so everybody knows where we are in the Marvel universe, the whole Marvel, all the Marvel movies that have come out and as part of the MCU, the Avengers and that last Spider Man, that was the end of Phase Three. So phases one, two, and three. So that Phase Three is done. We are in the middle of Phase Four, and that includes all the shows, the Loki and the WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and all those shows. Uh, the movies that have come out, I think Thor and um, whatever. Eternals, other movies, Eternals, Black Widow. Like, nobody remembers Eternals, thankfully, because yeah. the I didn't even know that garbage. was part of it. So there you it's, go. I just learned yeah, something. No, <laughs> don't. It's bad. Um, so nobody remembers Eternals anyway. Spider Man, No Way Home. Yeah. But they released several big pieces of information, including the ending of Phase Four and then into Phase Five. So I wanted to bring mm-hmm. Mikey on to talk a little bit about what's coming, what Marvel fans can expect. Expect, sure. what the hardcore and the casual fans like Jen uh, more than anything else can expect so Mikey yeah. phase five what are we looking at when does it start what's happening I thought you were going to ask me how did I Disney this week I you know what that's a good question I keep doing that I've done that before <laughs> damn a dollar let me ask that question Mikey how did you Disney this week <laughs> I scheduled a trip for Universal you did <laughs> actually you do which is awesome <laughs> You know what, though? That counts. No, but uh, the cool thing, I did, I did Disney. Uh, this week, my wife has never seen any of the Marvel films. Mm. So she agreed to start watching them with us. And Ooh. so we're watching them, for me, for the first time in chronological order. Nice. Uh, okay. I've never done the chronological order thing. So we watched Captain America, the first Avenger. Then we right. watched uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, and then Iron Man one and two. So we've seen four of them thus far and, and the, the little interstitial things that they have in between. Right. The cool thing that I've never gotten to do before also is Disney plus has what they call the IMAX enhanced versions. Interesting. So you oh. have to switch to version like, like you actually have to go click on it. And what it does is it basically gives you, and it doesn't, you don't have to have a 4k TV. You don't have to have a special anything. It gives hmm. you the appearance that you're seeing the IMAX scenes that you would have seen in the theater by expanding it to the full nice. screen versus the, uh, the black bars on the bottom and the top. So uh, not every single movie has IMAX enhanced versions, but Captain Marvel did. And for some reason, Iron Man did. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so okay. that's been fun. Yeah, it's been yeah. fun to watch those thus far. And so that's the first time I've ever done it. Uh, and I'm enjoying it. So that, that's how I've Disneyed so far. We're going through the MCU again. Well, now, for my oh, wife the first time. but Now, I got to ask Mikey because yes. David says I need to watch them in release order. 
Oh, well, no. Yeah, that's normally what you would do, mm-hmm. but okay. I've never watched it in chronological order before, so I'm, okay. I'm doing that for the first and by time chronological order, you mean the timeline, as in like the, the timeline, timeline order. itself, yeah. which is interesting right. because obviously First Avenger, the Captain America First Avenger takes place mm-hmm. in the early part of the last century. Yes. Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s, and yeah. there's actually like kind of a, a term called Fury's Big Week, because there's like mm-hmm. two or three movies that technically take place all within the same like 10-day period <laughs> right. on the MC timeline, like the first Thor. <laughs> I mm-hmm. want to say the maybe the second Iron Man, the Incredible yep. Hulk, they all take place for Nick Fury, like in the same week, week and a half, if you're looking at that Marvel timeline. Um, yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty, it's kind of funny how that rolls out. So, yeah, um, sure. so yes, I'm glad you told us Disney this week, because that's apropos of what we're talking about. That's great. Of um, course. You know, and of course, I think the, the MCU, the first three phases will always be the... the that's the original Star Wars trilogy of everybody. That's the mm-hmm. one that everybody will reflect upon and be like, never got any better than that. That was the best. No matter what they did, the prequels yeah, yeah, and the sequels, yeah. that was yeah. the best. Um, but of course, we are finishing Phase 4. I think Wakanda Forever, which is the Black Panther sequel, comes out at the end of the year. And that's mm-hmm. the end of Phase 4. Is that correct? Yeah. So we've got She-Hulk and Wakanda Forever is the last mm-hmm. two things in Phase 4. She-Hulk being the TV show on Disney+, Plus, which mm-hmm. looks interesting. Yeah. Um, it's Bruce Banner's cousin. She's an attorney. And somehow she gets mm-hmm. gamma rayed as well. And so the trailer is out for that. It looks what? pretty cool I'm, I'm looking forward yeah to it. yeah um how are the, two people gamma raid i've got questions so no just, i wasn't there yeah, i guess we'll just, have to find out and see yeah so, um but then of course that ends phase four with wakanda forever that'll be in the theaters which nobody really knows exactly who the new black panther is going to be unfortunately we lost chadwick boseman yeah so well we, we kind of know but we, i don't want to spoil it for but don't spoil it don't spoil yeah. it but the, <laughs> t'challa in the movie they didn't have a like they didn't recast him so he will be replaced or he will like he okay is, he is the king has passed in the, the upcoming mm-hmm. movie, you know, for whatever, however they mm-hmm. say it's happened. So that leads us, of course, into phase five, which I believe starts with the third Ant-Man, Ant-Man, Quantumania. 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 That's right. So, Mikey, okay. talk to us a little bit about phase five. What to expect next year with the movies, the TV shows, <laughs> kind of. There's Man, a lot happening. I mean, there's a lot. There's been 12 things announced mm-hmm. so far in phase five. I'm hearing oh. that there's room for like a couple of other things that they haven't quite announced yet. There's like some slots they could theoretically fill in for phase five that they they haven't done so yet. But um, yeah, I mean, this particular three phase period. So phase four, Mm -hmm. phase Mm -hmm. five and phase six is called the multiverse saga. Yes. Um, The multiverse was loosely introduced in Loki kind of the concept of the multiverse so if you watch loki there's this guy that kind of shows up in the last couple episodes called kang um mm-hmm. kang the conqueror he is going to be the next big bad guy he's the thanos of the next three phases he's the uh... next thanos of the next three phases he's played by jonathan majors who is like uh mostly been an indie actor he's been in a, a bunch of indie films but obviously this is the biggest thing the guy's done he's a good actor uh, very good actor, and I look forward to seeing him as mm. Kang. Um, the deal with Kang and the multiverse is there's lots of different versions of Kang. The one that we saw in Loki is not the one that's necessarily going to be the big bad guy. The big bad guy is going to be really evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, this oh. one that we saw in Loki was almost more like a court jester. He was sort of mm-hmm. fun and quirky. Um, this the the one that we're going to see in later films within. The and probably in Quantumania is a really bad evil guy uh, who wants to destroy everything basically. Um, mm. So yeah, we'll we'll see that version of him introduced in Quantumania, um, which I'm very much looking forward to. Nice. We also get to see a new Cassie Lang, um, played by 
Catherine something. Newton? Catherine Newton? Newton? Yeah, yeah, Catherine yeah. Newton. Cassie's his daughter. Cassie is Ca- Scott's yeah, daughter. Cassie. Scott okay. being Paul Rudd. So. I know Paul Rudd. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she she is taking over the role from an actress that had the role in, I guess it would have been Infinity War. Right. Uh, she like he walked up to her door, knocked on the door, and it was an adult Cassie. I don't know if you remember that scene. Um, and they hugged because it was super right. emotional because she thought her dad was dead. Which is a, obviously um, a different actress than the little girl who played the daughter correct. in the first two Ant Man movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. this is a. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Newton is an actress who, again, she's been in a bunch of smaller films, but mm-hmm. uh, the millennials love her. And so yeah. they thought we, <laughs> we should probably bring her into the MCU. So um, right. she's been in some horror films and stuff that have been popular. You might know her so. face out there if you see if you see. The face yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I think so, I've seen her somewhere. Maybe that, that'll be a big way to kick off uh, phase five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And then several, gosh, there's so much. Well, we'll to talk, talk about the about. movies first. I mean, the okay. big movies coming out: Quantumania, Guardians mm-hmm. Three. We'll take these just yes! for a second. Okay. Uh, okay. Marvels, the, the Marvels, which we'll talk yeah. about, kind of explain that. Blade, um, and of right. course, I believe, I guess, is Captain America: New World Order? Is that a Disney Plus or is that going to be a theatrical release? That is a theatrical release. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And then Thunderbolts nice. also is a theatrical. Oh, you're right. Release. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Guardians Three comes out in May. We know about. We kind of know the Guardians story. Our guess is that they're going to go after Gamora. We don't know that for sure. This is likely going to be the last. Well, run yeah, he's of looking for Guardians. Gamora, but um, you know, Adam some... Warlock is going to be. Yep. I don't. I, it's so hard. I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're he, he's gonna be the bad guy. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, okay. we're gonna think he's the bad guy, and Will Poulter, another guy that millennials love because he's been. In everybody a bunch knows of stuff. Will Poulter's face. Um, so everybody knows his face. Mm-hmm. He is Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock was very briefly, not necessarily introduced but alluded to in the very last th- scene of Guardians Volume 2. Mm-hmm. That gold lady, Elizabeth Debicki, was like, I'm going to create this thing. And I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. okay. Yeah, so that, th- that shell is going to open and Adam Warlock will emerge. And right. he's a super powerful mm-hmm. being. Um, and uh, there's there's some other things going on in that film. Um who the may there's another bad guy going to be introduced in that right. film okay. as well uh hmm. i don't want to necessarily spoil anything though and then of course we've got the marvels which is really yes. captain marvel 2 basically yes. with miss Cap- marvel from the summer show that we had this past summer mm-hmm. so and monica rambo as well who it mm-hmm. was introduced in wandavision okay uh, she was the uh, black actress um, that was in WandaVision mm-hmm. that was pretty much throughout the series that ended up getting superpowers because she went through that force field. Right. And she got superpowers. And so and she's going to be in that as well. She was played as a young girl in the first Captain Marvel. as yes. The daughter of, of, of uh, Brie Larson's best friend in the movie mm-hmm. before oh. she went on to become yeah. Captain Marvel. So she's phase. grown up now. So now the daughter okay. has grown up. Exactly. And yeah. she was yeah. also featured in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Spoiler alert. I believe I that was her in the that... multiverse with yeah. with. with Reed Richards and whatever, and that yeah. crazy thing happened. So that was also her what, character as well. So. No, 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 no. That, that's the mom. That's oh, that's the, the mom. That, okay, that was kidding. the mom. That's yeah. The mom. Just kidding. So Monica Rambeau, I believe that's Tiana Paris is the actress's <laughs> name off the top of my head. I'm just pulling that off the top of my head. Right. And she was introduced. We saw her for the very first time in WandaVision. Okay. Um, and mm. she talked about her mom and stuff. And then she was a pretty major role in that in that series, actually. 
So that's in July, and of course in November yes. we've got Blade, uh, yes. which is interesting how that's going to fit into the to the Marvel MCU as a whole because Blade, of course, is is the we know that from the Wesley Snipes character in the '90s, the Vampire Hunter. Um, this is Blade. Wait, is it the same character? Same it character. is the same yes, character. Same yeah. character. Now, obviously, I think they're going to take a completely different look at it. They're not going to be like just strictly vampires. I don't know that. Yeah. That's uh, a Marvel character. Yeah. Marvel character. Yeah. I literally um, had no idea. I, I yeah. can't say yeah. the guy's name. Mar- Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. That's it. Mahershala Ali is it. the yeah, actor who is correctly. going to be Blade. <laughs> I was not appropriating his name. I promise. I just can't say it. <laughs> I would venture to say we will also see Kit Harrington's Black Knight in this as well. Okay. That was a character introduced in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So a lot, I know a lot of people just have skipped over Eternals. It's okay. To skip He's Eternals. really the only good thing <laughs> in that movie, mm-hmm. and he was in like three scenes. Um, Kit Harrington was um, in Game of Thrones. Okay. Uh, he was like the oh. the main guy in Game of Thrones, basically. And he, at the very end of Eternals, there's a scene where he is opening a box, and there's a sword in there, and we hear a voice yep. um, off in the background that was blade's voice talking to him saying are you sure you're ready for that like right. he, and he's basically it's excalibur is what he's about to pull out of that box black knight is mm. a character that's been in and around the marvel comics right. for a while and mm. they are in a team in the marvel comics i don't know if this is going to happen in the mcu but they're in a team called the midnight suns uh it's like blade black sounds knight, like a wrestling sort of like, tag team yeah it sounds like it's blade black knight and a couple of other like darker characters right uh that are on like the fringe of anti-hero type characters Mm. um they may eventually do a a midnight sun disney plus series right it depends on how well the characters are received yeah yeah um and of course well those are the movies that are next year let's hop to the series before we jump to the last two parts of of phase five Uh, okay um the, the the series we have secret invasion echo right loki season two iron heart Yep. And Agatha, uh, the Agatha character, Agatha, the Coven of Chaos, which the Agatha is the breakout character from WandaVision, you know, the, the, the witch uh, yeah. that Wanda battled. And, of course, Daredevil making his return to this time officially the MCU, which I am super pumped about. I and think that is going to be 18 episodes. Yeah, and that's actually spring 2024. Oh. So, the Daredevil um, series. So, <laughs> that's a lot um, of episodes. Just real briefly, can you touch yes. on is Secret Invasion Echo? What do we expect? Yeah, yeah. Kind Secret of Invasion is going to be a Scrolls thing. So. Okay. The concept with the scrolls, obviously, we were introduced to a scroll in Captain Marvel that Ben mm-hmm. Mendelssohn played. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scrolls um, have infiltrated planet Earth. There's good scrolls and bad scrolls. So I'm assuming, and Ben Mendelssohn is confirmed to be in this series. He is a we, he's been established as a good scroll, right? And so there's going to be these bad scrolls that are, and obviously they can are look like in, they can look like anybody. um and so yeah i know and so they're going to be invading the earth basically and so ben mendelson you're saying scrolls i'm picturing like yeah not skulls like scroll scroll not scroll oh scroll scroll s-k-r-u-l-l-l-l-s scroll like combined like skull with scroll exactly exactly and then echo is a character that we've seen before um but i can't remember who echo yeah echo was introduced in hawkeye it's uh basically the deaf character Kingpin yes. um, mm. adopted her after mm. he had her father killed. Okay. And that's what she finds out about in Hawkeye. And I, I mean, I'm assuming your audience has watched all these shows. So I'm just like spoiling <laughs> <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> okay. But we find that out in Hawkeye. Like uh, Echo finds out that mm. Kingpin had her dad killed. And so the very last scene of Hawkeye 
is an off-screen gunshot because we think we see Echo shooting Kingpin. Right. Um, they don't show the scene, but there's like you hear the gunshot, and it appears that Echo has shot mm. Kingpin. Hawkeye's so, a fabulous show too, Jen. If you haven't yeah, seen Hawkeye, Hawkeye's you great. would really like Hawkeye. Oh, I would because I love Hawkeye. So, so there is it's that. Such a great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my favorite of the four last year. So but did, see, um, but I have I have problems. Like if I know what's going to happen to a character, that mm-hmm. I have a hard time. I'm like, well, we didn't tell you what's happening to Hawkeye. Oh, I don't. Yeah, know but I know what happens to Hawkeye, and I'm pissed. So we don't know what happens <laughs> do to you Hawkeye. Know what happens to Hawkeye? Nobody knows what's happened yeah. to Hawkeye. I know at least a little bit what happens. Well, I don't think you do. Pissed. I don't think you do. So I don't think you do. That's Echo no. Loki season, season two. We know <laughs> oh, and Loki, uh, I did want to say that Daredevil, Daredevil, and Kingpin are also going to be in Echo. Yes, oh, that'll yeah. be awesome. That'll be great. Yeah, I did want to mention um, that. And of course, real quick, Ironheart. Who is Ironheart? What is Ironheart? <laughs> that is a very new character to the Marvel comics. Uh, it is a character. Her the character's name is Riri Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, she essentially um, is using one of the Iron Man suits. Iron Heart. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it, she is a female Iron Man. So mm-hmm. she's Iron Heart. Uh, does, I don't, does she exist right. in the Marvel comics or is this? Yes, like a, yes. Okay. This is a Marvel comics character, Riri Williams. I don't know much about the character in all honesty, um, but we'll see. It, she's younger. And so the, the, it'll have maybe the same feel as Miss um, Marvel did sort of like a mm-hmm. younger type mm-hmm. skewing feel or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm look, it, it could be good. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all of this stuff. And of course, then they announced phase six and they only announced three things for phase six. And phase six starts at like November, like November 2024. Um, so we're talking two years out. So who so, knows what yeah. will change by then? But they made the announcement that Fantastic Four is finally getting its yeah. MCU debut with Disney. And I'm so pumped. I love the Fantastic Four. They're one of my favorite teams in all of in all of Marvel. And I've got tons of Marvel Fantastic Four comics. Um, and so having them, having Disney Marvel take over and do that property is so exciting to me because the first three movies, the ones that came out in early 2000s with Jessica Alba as Sue Storm, and the mm-hmm. one that came out in 2015 is an abomination of a film. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's just bad. so bad. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what to do with this. There's really We don't really know much about, about this these characters at all. Uh, I mean, we know about the characters, but we don't know about the cast. You don't know how they're going to fit in um, or anything. Exactly. And so it was just they, they announced it. And then they announced two Avengers films. Right. Um, one for, what, May 2025, and mm-hmm. then one for November 2025. So we're talking yeah. now full. That's ambitious. Now. Ambitious. Yeah. The Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Now, Secret Wars is a massive story from the comics. Mm-hmm. They've had two very versions big. of it. One in the 80s. Okay. And it, it's one of those stories that happens every couple of years where it encompasses probably a dozen or so different titles. Like right. Every, like, Spider-Man has five or six issues dedicated to it. X-Men has mm-hmm. a bunch of issues dedicated to it. And then they have their own, like, Secret Wars uh, issue one, issue two through 12, and all the characters are in it. Um, so that's a big, big deal. I'm not even going to venture to know what this one's going to be about. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of time to talk about that. Kang Dynasty, of course, reference, referencing Kang. Kang, is where yeah. I think it the all, bad I'm guy. guessing it all comes bad to guy. in Secret Wars. Yeah, um, it's like, a, it's going to be a two-part thing. Basically, yeah. everything's going to, you know, end with that particular, well, the, um, the multiverse saga will end with those two right. films basically. Right. And then whatever phase seven is going to be, will be a whole new thing. So, and I'm okay. excited about all of this. Um, so, so you Jim, mentioned, questions. I got a, yeah, yeah, I got a question. Questions, please. Questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned X-Men. Mm-hmm. I remember X-Men came out. I know Disney didn't do them. Right. So, X-Men d- doesn't exist anymore with like within the MCU right now. Or Not right now, but they've started to hint it. Yeah. So okay. in in Miss Marvel in the season finale, 
the word yeah. mutant was mentioned. Uh-huh. So they are starting to like slowly prepare people. Um, and and they but have is Hugh Jackman going to be Wolverine? Likely is... not. Likely but... not. Although according hmm. to hmm. Uh, according to our real Deuce Cast expert, Gar- Garrison <laughs> Rifen, um, they cannot put new actors in those roles until 2025. Mm-hmm. So if they were going to do any mutant stuff, that's why in Multiverse of Madness, you had Patrick Stewart, Stewart as Professor X. Mm-hmm. They can use existing actors that have already played these roles but you and can't. But you right. can't do. You can't recast yet. Like okay. if they were going to do some weird storm, contract thing, either Halle they would, Harry have, would to have to use Halle Berry. They have to wait. Um, yeah, and exactly. I don't know if they're going to call them X Men. They may just call them mutants. Mutants. I mean, because yeah. Because really, yeah. Disney didn't have the rights to them until a couple of years ago when they bought Fox outright. Right. Which is right. why they have Fantastic Four. And yeah. I, I would almost venture, and this is a complete guess at a left field. They'll introduce mm-hmm. these characters all along, and then maybe. Early phase mm. seven, that's when they bring in the X Men as a whole. Like okay. Our team. Yeah, yeah. Start those because, yeah. you know, uh, we're, we're missing Captain America. Well, we'll have Sam Wilson, uh, Anthony Mackie. But yeah, Iron and, Man, it, and you did forget um, to mention Captain America New World. Oh, yeah, Order. that's right. Captain America New World Order, which will be Sam Wilson. Cap- Sam Anthony Wilson. Is in that. Yeah. So that's coming out in early 2020. He's the Winter Soldier. Winter, no, that's no, 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 no. Falcon. He was Falcon. Yeah. He was Falcon. Yeah. He's Falcon. Uh, taking over the Captain America mantle as and then Thunderbolts as well is going to be a thing as well. So that'll be um, those are two movies coming out in 2025. So yeah, we got a 2024. 2024. Look at my thing. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. just a recap. <laughs> just a recap. David's confused. Here we go. Here we go. At the end of the year, we get Wakanda. So Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. At the yeah. end of the year, Phase four begins with Ant Man, Quantumania. Fa- okay. Phase five. Phase, phase five. five. <laughs> Wait, how, how do I? How am I correcting you? Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm this gonna is edit. great. We're gonna edit. This is good. I hope you don't edit. edit any of this. So let's just say that Phase four ends with Wakanda Forever, Black Panther two coming out at the end of the year. Yes. Phase five starts next year. Yes. With Ant Man, Quantumanium, or is it Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium? I think it's, it's Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. It's Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. So the movies yeah. we're going to get in 2020. Three, which is next year. Yes. That one, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We're gonna mm-hmm. get Blade. We're gonna get the Marvels. Um, yes. The shows will get Secret Invasion, Echo, Loki Season Two, and Ironheart. Mm-hmm. Heading into 2024, we're gonna get the show Agatha, Coven of uh, of Coven of Chaos. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Daredevil 18 episode series, which uh, that's, that's a long. And it series. does have the subtitle so, Born Again yes, because Born Again, they're reintroducing the character. I looked basically. that up. That is a massive storyline for Daredevil. That's one of the Big most famous Daredevil, Daredevil storylines yeah. ever in the comics. Okay. Yep. So yep. later on in 2024, we get Captain America, the New World Order, and Thunderbolts. That yep. leads us, of course, to Phase Six, which mm-hmm. is right now only Fantastic Four. And the two Avengers movies, the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Does that sound about right? That, no, you're right. And um, D23 will have many more announcements about yes. Phase 6. Yep. And it could even have, there's one or two spots that something could fit in Phase 5 as well. Um, to the, there's rumor that there's something else that they haven't shown people yet for nice. Phase 5. So, hmm. um, Jen, any questions? Anything you need to know? Any questions? Um, any, any, were you thinking I mean, notes on the blackboard there behind you? So I did want to mention Thunderbolts because <laughs> yes, those please. are going to be characters that we've already, some of the characters that have already mm-hmm. been introduced. So mm-hmm. Thunderbolts, unfortunately, the actor William Hurt has passed away. Okay. So mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Ross, I don't know if they're going to recast that, but if they don't, they could use the Julia Louis Dreyfus character 
that was introduced in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Um, That is, she's sort of like her name is Fury type character, kind of like a Nick, a darker Nick, like a more like nefarious Nick Fury. Mm. Um, So U.S. Agent Mm -hmm. is probably going to be in Thunderbolts. That is Wyatt Russell's character that was also introduced in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elena which is, of course... Um, Black Widow's sister. Black, Black Widow's Widow. sister. Yep. She was also uh, briefly in Hawkeye, mm-hmm. um, which was hilarious. She had a really funny... Oh, she was so great. Um, You're funny, Kate Bishop. You make me laugh. Probably Ghost, if you remember the character. Patrick from... Swayze character, right. Ant- no, right. not Patrick <laughs> Swayze. Okay, just kidding. The, the female <laughs> character from the second yes, Ant-Man film. the one that kept disappearing and reappearing. The one that kept dis- yep. phasing in and out. That mm-hmm. Ghost is probably... Uh, I would venture to say Baron Zemo will be back because okay. uh, he's mm-hmm. kind of an anti-hero now. The, yep. Basically, the Thunderbolts are like anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their whole deal. They kind of do <laughs> things that maybe not even Nick Fury would ask his people to do. Um, right. So they, they might do missions for the good, but maybe in a nefarious way. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but and, and then there's going to be a couple of other characters that they may introduce um, earlier in phase five that would end up being in thunderbolts as well so nice mikey this has been perfect this is exactly what we needed this is a great update this is exactly what we looked for um we were gonna ask about star wars but they didn't make any star wars announcements they actually so that'll be d23 we'll just talk about star wars later because there's a lot to get to on that as well so we'll bring bring you back on um i'm trying to think of disney proper announced anything at san i don't think so like nothing came out like i every time one of those big events Mm -hmm. happen i scope twitter religiously looking for updates and pictures and trailers and things there may have been some national treasure stuff uh, well i think they've done that trailer before though like that was that, that was before okay. they've been teasing national yeah, treasure coming out for a while so. yeah, i feel like um, i've yeah, seen yeah. that d23 will be the big one and that's the one oh, everybody yeah. will be glued to yeah there. everybody like, yeah that's in september Jen, i know you don't check twitter but check twitter for d23 just keep looking and refreshing it. i'm well, happy listen, to come I back really... on for d23 yeah, yeah we'll have my well, we'll have, yeah we'll have to have you we'll do a whole episode on that so yeah, for sure. We'll need to. <laughs> that, that'll be in September. It's lot. crazy how close these are. Like San Diego yeah. Comic Con, really pretty close, and a lot of news yeah. is going to be coming. So I'm yep. excited. Cool. Yeah. Mikey, thank you very much. Yes. And we will thank you. catch you next time. All right, so Jen, are you clear on everything? Do you know what's going on? I, I, do you We're have still... your notepad in front of you and everything? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to it. And it's weird because five is happening in 2023 and 2024, and six is happening in 2025 and 2026, and you've got Black Panther 2 and Quantumanium and Ant-Man 3 happening with phase four and it's just like we're finishing I phase it's just, I, and it's late and my numbers and it, just, it is there's a lot no, and i haven't no. seen half of them anyway yeah, so. And so just to update my wife did get home as i mentioned in the show earlier she Hooray. was stuck in bozeman montana overnight but she is now sitting on the couch eating pistachios waiting for me to shut up so she can turn the tv on for the first time in eight days she's like i got shows to catch up on you guys wind it down folks come on it's late right and so <laughs> So thank you very much. Uh, this is for you guys listening. I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed our little uh, little excursion into nerddom, uh, which we like to do sometimes. <laughs> uh, Jen, your next trip is you got the ABD trip mentioning. Uh, yes, is coming up. Is that your next Disney official trip coming up? That is my next official trip. Period. Like okay. I'm not going nice. anywhere else between. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Until they call you, they're like, "Hey, Jen, come to the park for three days." And you're like, okay, "Sure, why not?" Twist my arm. Uh, Jen, where can we follow you on the on all the socials? I'm at Upon a Star Jen, and my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navani. 
perfect. Find me at the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and mm-hmm. Disney on a Dollar on Facebook. And I'd love for you guys to follow me on Instagram because I'm I'm trying to get to 700 followers. I'm still very bitter about Facebook shutting me down a few years ago, and I was so close to a thousand. I'm still building back and getting close to 700. Um, so y'all come follow me over there, and I'll you know I'll keep you entertained. Of course, find the show um, at uh, themsepodcast.com mm-hmm. is our website. You can find us, of course, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and all the usual type places. And, of course, uponastartravel.com. That's our mm-hmm. that's our home agency. Jen owns it. I work there. It's all kinds of good times. So, Jen, thank you very much. Go get thank some you. sleep um, because it's been late and you've had a long week. And until then, folks, don't forget to thank your marvelous Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.